everybody. Welcome to Running Code, Humor in South Texas Law Enforcement. I'm your host, T-Bone. As always with me is my partner, J-Man. J-Man, what's up? What's up, everybody? I'm J-Man. Today we're going to talk about Karens, J-Man. We love them. We run into them probably more than anyone else. But I think it's one thing that everyone can relate to. Whether you're law enforcement, a civilian, it doesn't matter. There's Karens everywhere. Um... So today I just want to talk about Karens because they, they, they make me laugh. Uh, it's a mindset I just don't understand. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. The yeah. whole I want to talk to your supervisor, I want to see your boss, and if I, if I complain loud enough, I'll get my way on whether for traffic stop, whether it's a call for service, whether it's just you're in line behind them at the Starbucks and they're yelling at the poor 18-year-old barista who's trying to make her drink. They're hilarious. Uh I, I could tell a million stories. I'd rather hear some of yours, though. Yeah, so um, there's a, I don't know, there's like a, seems to be a concentration of Karens kind of near the area I work. And I guess I've just dealt with it so much. I kind of see it as a as a good way to break monotony in my day. I actually don't mind if they come out. I, I, I take the call. I take the call, and I relish in it. And it kind of comes off in a, in a weird way, like, oh, man, like, I'm doing something wrong. But, no, they're actually helping me out because I get a kick out of it. I like to just see where the ridiculousness goes. You know, it kind of starts off in a linear line. Then it can make a right angle. Then it can make something perpendicular. Then it could be a question mark with a horseshoe and, you know, just a straight-up knuckle curveball, whatever you want to call it. I like it. I like it. You know, Karen's, please, just please keep on doing what you do. Because not for nothing, J-Man appreciates it. J-Man appreciates it. You always have one person that likes it, and it's me. <laughs> well, you might be the first one I have ever heard say that. Uh, I deal with them um, as a traffic officer on traffic stops all day long. Um, the immediate complaint, if they don't get their way, um, I want to speak to your supervisor. And it's always hilarious when they ask for one because, no. I'm leaving. Um, you feel free to call non-emergency and request one, and good luck with that. I'm leaving. And then you get the ones that demand that I stay or I have a right to a supervisor. No, you don't. Um, just so you know, folks that are listening that are Karens, you don't have a right to a supervisor. I don't. There's no law. There's no, there's no Supreme Court ruling. It may be policy in your agency. It is not a right. It is not a law. Um, our agency says we can request one. If they want to, they can make the location. That's, that's how that works. I've left many people on the side of the road. Well, here's the phone number. You throw a call. I'm leaving. And they're just flabbergasted as I walk away because it didn't work. Them demanding a supervisor did not work. J-Man, it didn't work. And I, and I break their little hearts every time. And it's funny. Yeah, I have noticed there's an inability to just like, to just, I don't know, naturally compromise. Like, you would think in the context that we make, you would want to think the objective is, how can I get this officer away from me quick enough? But it doesn't work like that for Karen. So No, they want you to stick around. They want to argue with you. I think, and that's probably where... I kind of am like, okay, you know what? I'll take it, the argument portion, because there's a small part of my lizard brain that thinks, you know what? Maybe I can change this individual's mind. Like, one thing is they like to cut you off. They got to get in their two cents and interject. So, typically, I'll just stay quiet, and I'll just be like, so, do you, when you usually conversate with people, do you ask questions that you don't want the answer to, or you don't let people finish? Is 
I've noticed I've done that multiple times and it really does stump people, the Karens. It stumps the Karens because they're just like, oh snap, oh snap. And then I was just like, see, there it is. There's that little that little nugget of hope I'm throwing in there. Mm-hmm. That little nugget of hope I'm throwing in there that hey, you're finally starting to get it. Oh yes. <laughs> I I used to love arguing with them and as the time goes on, I like arguing with them less and less. I just it frustrates me to no end. Look, you were speeding. It is what it is. Here's your ticket. You're not <laughs> getting a supervisor out here, he's not gonna change it. I tell him, if you want to discuss this in court, there's the court date on your copy of the citation, you feel free to come in there and then we can discuss it all day long. But they had, they feel that if they call a supervisor right now, this whole thing's gonna go in the side of the road. Yeah. They, those are the uh, I want your name and badge that is clearly visible on my uniform that I'm standing looking at him wearing. And, but that's that mindset that if I demand his name and badge, he'll give me what I want. He'll back off because I asked for his name and badge. Well, (laughs) it's on the bottom of your citation as well. My name and my badge (laughs) along with a number of internal affairs. And it makes me laugh every time, especially I look at him and I spell my name for him. And then I show him my badge and tell him you're free to take a picture with your phone if you want to. And they just don't know how to respond to that because apparently it has worked at some point in their life where that approach has worked for them. And when it doesn't, they just don't know how to handle it. I think it's kind of the whole, oh, it's right here. And then the snarky comment is, oh, so your name is right here? Kind of an order thing. That's why I don't do that. I don't do that. Um, Our policy actually expressly says we can't do that. If they ask for it, we give them our last name. We give them our badge number. But I point to it at the same time. It's right here. Here's my name. Here's my badge number. And then I hold my shirt out. You're free to take a picture. Mm -hmm. And some take me up on that offer. Some don't. Um, Some shut up after that because they realize it didn't work. That, That approach just, it didn't work. And it's it's just watch the light fade in their eyes as they realize they're not getting out of this just because they asked for my name and badge. You're getting a ticket. You just guaranteed it. (laughs) Your attitude. I don't write tickets based on attitude. I write tickets based on are you willing to listen to what I'm telling you? Are you willing to make a corrective measure? Very true. If you're not willing to listen to me, then maybe you need to hear it from a judge. Yeah. So that's why I give the ticket. Not because you had a nasty attitude. Because I've given warnings to people with completely nasty attitudes that they heard what I had to say. Okay, make the correction, move on. But when you have a nasty attitude and refuse to listen to what I'm telling you and I'm doing it for your own good, then yes, you're, you're, you're getting ticket because I'm going to let the judge explain it to you. It's not based on attitude. People out there, it's not based on attitude. We don't care. I, it, honestly, it's weird when people are super nice to us. It kind of, you know, it's weird if you like me on yeah. a traffic stop. Yeah. Um, some people are naturally nice people. Oh, yeah. You pull them over. I'm sorry I screwed up. Hey, you know what? Here's a warning just for saying that. Just slow down or whatever it was you didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's people that, even in court, you show the video for the jury to see them running the red light, big as day, like not even close, and they run it. But that's not that. No, I didn't do that. That You edited that. I, I, I edited body camera and dash camera footage. I have no access to that. <laughs> and do you think the sheriff is going to allow me to go down or the chief of police or the director of DPS or the head constable is going to allow me to go down and edit footage for a traffic stop or any other stop, you're out of your mind. Those days are long gone. <laughs> but in their mind, no, no, no. It, it, it's denial. It's it's denial at its finest. It is uh-huh. not just a river in Egypt. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I've, I've, I towed this one, Karen, uh, and I don't tow cars a whole lot. She had no license. Oh, it was suspended. So okay. back up. She had one. It was suspended. She had no insurance and hadn't had insurance on that car in a couple of years. The reason why I stopped her is the registration was expired. So I had a feeling it didn't have insurance. The registration was that expired because that's usually the top reason people don't get their cars re-registered is because they don't have insurance. Oh, yeah. Texas requires it for an inspection. Mm-hmm. So 
I get her stopped. Um, she's already hollering out the window at me. Why would you stop me? She's got that Karen Bob haircut. There, she the got Bob. the big the J Lo shades. I'm just like, oh, there you go. God bless it. Mm-hmm. I walk up on the car, introduce myself, tell her why I stopped her. You know, your your registration's expired. Well, that's not a big deal. Well, I beg to differ. Um, it's not a money aspect. It's a safety aspect. This car has not had an inspection in two years. I want to make sure the lights work, the tires aren't bald. Yeah, the horn works. Yeah, this car is on the road with me and other people I care about and regular motoring citizens. So it's not a money thing. We don't care. This, this is a wealthy county. We don't need your money. We live just fine without your money. Um, but like anything else and any, any other officer can attest to is that you pull over for one thing and you find five others. Oh, yeah. In this case, it was the suspended license. It was the no insurance at all and hadn't been insured for a couple of years. And she was just absolutely flipping out, yelling at me that I couldn't give her a ticket for the license and insurance because I didn't know that prior to the stop. So it was what she called a secondary offense, which um, for the oh, listeners out there that term. Uh, does not exist. <laughs> an offense is an offense. Um, sometimes they build on each other because we found out one. We found out the other ones after we stopped you for the first one. Um so she was just demanding a, a supervisor come out. I want your your boss out here right now, and you're not leaving, and I'm not leaving until I get him out here. And No, ma'am, but what I'm going to do is issue three citations a day, and I'm towing your car because you have no insurance. You have to suspend a license. Yeah, I'm taking your car from you. It's going to go to the tow yard. To pick it up, you must have a license and insurance. That's the only way to pick it up because they will not give it to you without that, or they're going to make you tow it back to your house. So they're going to make money off it either way. Oh, yeah. Because they're a private business. Yeah. So she just could not believe it. And I think she thought I was kidding until the tow truck pulled up. I mean, I inventoried the car right in front of her. And she still, what are you doing? I said, I'm inventorying the vehicle. Please take your valuables and take your money, the change you got in the center. Take all that out. I'm, t- I'm towing the car. And she just, absolute denial. And just, this isn't right. And I don't know who she was calling. She got on the phone with somebody. And I'm ignoring her. I do the inventory. Tow truck pulls up. And when he hooked it up, that's when she realized I wasn't kidding. The car is going to the tow yard. And then she tells me, I get pulled over for this all the time, and they don't tow my car. Okay. So officers that gave you a break continue to give you a break. You're not fixing the problem. I think you expected to get a lifelong break. That break mm-hmm. just stopped today. So, yeah, I took her car from her, and she raised a hundred kinds of hell. She was screaming and jumping up and down when I drove off. <laughs> now, where I left her was a gas station. So she's not in the middle of nowhere. She had her phone with her. She's a grown adult. She's not intoxicated. I'm leaving. There's no reason for me to stay here. Oh, yeah. Bye. And, I, and it wasn't a bad part of town either. It wasn't like, eh, I probably should give her a ride at least somewhere safe. No. It's a nice part of town. So guess what? Good luck. I wish you the best of luck. And I drove off. Mm-hmm. Um, about 20 minutes later, my boss is calling me. <laughs> um, and once I explained what happened, he called her back and said, absolutely. He did what he's supposed to do. So is there anything else I can help you with? Well, now she wanted his name and badge number, and he said, that's fine. He gave it to her, and then he graciously gave her the number to Internal Affairs, which is on the bottom of every citation we issue. Never heard another word about it. I don't know what she thought was going to happen. I'm kind of curious. I kind of want to call Internal Affairs. Did you ever hear from this woman out of curiosity? (laughs) I'm just kind of curious because for those that don't know, Internal Affairs doesn't always contact you. If they review it and there really was no policy violation, they just round file it. They're done with it. So you don't always even know if someone called. You find out maybe months later you run into one of the IA sergeants who tells you, oh, yeah, we got a call about this, and we round filed it once we watched your footage. And so you might not even know that they even called. So mm-hmm. it is more common than people think that people call internal affairs and her affairs round files it once they watch the footage and go, 
he, the officer did nothing wrong. In fact, he did his job. Yeah. Uh, we've had officers get in deep trouble because they didn't do their job. Yes. Um, yes. We have an officer yes. who, yes. in my agency, who the person was clearly intoxicated, had caused a crash into something else's car. Not like they messed up their own car and that was it. They hit someone else's car. That wasn't occupied. But this person was clearly intoxicated, obvious as could be to everybody, including the witnesses that were watching. And this officer did not perform a DWI investigation and let her go. That officer got a month off, month long vacation, courtesy of Internal Affairs. So that was not a Karen that called and complained about that. That was a citizen that had a valid point. Yeah, that's not a Karen at that point. Like you had a job to do, you failed to do it. Why? Because you don't want to do DWIs. Yeah, they suck, but you have a job to do. Yeah, I mean, you don't get them all that often, but when you get them, just do it. Mm -hmm. Like. And you know the instructor I'm talking about that used to say this. You have a job to do. Do your job. Yes. It's yes. It, it really you can boil everything in law enforcement down to that phrase right there. You have a job to do. Do your job. It doesn't need more complicated than that. So that's not a Karen at that point. If you fail to do your job and someone calls and calls you on it and they're absolutely right, that's on you. That is not on anybody else but you. Yeah. Uh, and I think just a good way to kind of segue from a concerned citizen calling police uh, for the appropriate reason, Karens and Kens, you know. Yes, uh, we, we have not talked, right? We have not yeah. talked about the male Karens, Kens. Shout out to Barbie movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they, they don't know what to call police for, and I don't know where that comes from. I mean, just growing up, the last thing you wanted to do was call an officer for, you know, something other than an emergency. Or just call them, period. Yep. You know what I mean? I just I just don't get it. So I remember I had a call, and um, a guy wanted to speak uh, to me or speak to an officer. Not me specifically, but speak to an officer. Any about, officer that was available, huh? About HOA. Now, let, let's get something straight right now. For anybody listening out there, you live in the HOA, don't call us. Not for an HOA yes. violation. Oh, because God, we that, can't that used to get those. so old. And it's worse because the Karen or the Ken could be the president of the HOA. So I just... Just please don't call us. Like yeah, we can't do anything. We legally, legally can do nothing. We can't enforce what we call house rules. Yes, uh, we enforce state law, folks. Folks, state law, state law. Not personal feelings and not your HOA's policies. Uh, one of those, the most common of those, is there's a car parked in front of my house. Right. Okay. Is it blocking your driveway? No. Okay. Um, is it even faced the wrong way? No. Okay. Um, 100% legal. It's a public roadway. Yep. Well, this is a gated subdivision. So, you don't own the street. As long, Well, my car, I park my car there. Okay. I guess not today. Not today. Um, you have a garage, yeah. You have a driveway, yeah. That's where you can park. That's Those spots are reserved for you. If they, if they Call us if he's blocking your driveway, and then we'll come and we'll tow him out. I've had somebody literally get mad at me for suggesting to use their driveway. Yeah, it's, it's you know, and it's one of the hats we wear. This is a common thing in law enforcement. We wear a bunch of hats. One of the hats that we frequently wear is the mediator hat. The mediator, that's right. But honestly, I feel like it should be like a like a bullseye or maybe a person slapping their forehead on it because <laughs> I don't. How can you get upset at me for suggesting that you use your driveway, the thing that is on your property, to park a vehicle? Yeah. Well, I really want it there. Honestly, it's one of my biggest pet peeves when you see people park on the street and they're, they have open driveways. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, 
this street is cramped as it is. Mm-hmm. If you guys get the cars off the street, less likely someone, a kid, is going to get ran over. Yeah. Or a car is going to hit another car because the street's nice and wide. And I grew up, streets are wide. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Northern California where in old neighborhoods where the streets were actually so wide, you could drive two cars very comfortably down it with cars parked on the curb. Not a problem. Yeah. But now these days to make room for more subdivisions, because every street you shave 10 feet off in that whole subdivision is a whole another row of houses they can build. Yeah. So they don't, they don't factor in safety in that when they factor in money. Yeah. So these streets are so thin, especially in the newer subdivisions that you park cars on the street. You have to play, like you're driving through cones to get around the street and other traffic's coming. You pull in, they pass, and the next one pulls in, and you have to go around them, and it's dangerous. It's looking like a Philly street where the yeah. cars are parked diagonally because they don't have no space. <laughs> yeah, they have no space. and So these people call, and I get it. I get it. You don't want someone parked in front of your house, but you know what? There's nothing we can do about it. Can't legally tow the car because now we've committed theft. We've stolen someone's property that is rightfully and legally parked. And then... The, the the overall, well, it's in our HOA that if you don't live in that house, you can't park in front of it. Well, I suggest you take that up with your HOA. Oh, yeah. Well, I have, and they won't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Then you're just what we call Sierra Oscar Lima. Shit out of luck. <laughs> have a nice day. Well, can I tow it? No. <laughs> because if you do, you have stolen someone's vehicle and possible criminal charges and possible civil lawsuit oh, yeah. because you took someone's property. At least civil. So they get mad. I want to speak to your boss. This can't be right. I'm like, well, I'm a traffic officer. Um, but if you can call whoever you feel like, I don't know of any officer that's going to back you up. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. And they just lose their minds mm-hmm. because you didn't give them what they wanted. The ultimate Karen. Yeah. Um, uh, just to finish off of that, uh, that one uh, like call that I was talking about. Yeah, the dude wanted me to trespass children from his property. Did they run across his yard while yes. playing ball? Yes. I love that one. Uh, That's one of my faves. Absolutely not. That's what I told him. Yeah. Uh, They're running their children. I'm like, have you tried to talk to your neighbor at all? It was like, just to maybe say, hey, I don't appreciate your kids running across the yard. No. So your first option was to call me to ask for a criminal trespass? On kids younger than ten, yeah, and their kids are playing. I was, and the the worst part of all, and was he an older gentleman? A get off my yard? Uh, no, actually, no? Oh, he okay. was uh, middle aged. Middle aged. Oh, okay, but what I've noticed, and this is no offense to those who have higher education, I applaud you. It takes a long time, discipline, money to get a post secondary degree. It it really does, but. Typically, Karens and Kens, I've noticed, are masters and above. Yeah. And this one was a lawyer. So oh, it's, that's it, even worse. It's kind of, you know, we had, the cops have a natural ebb and flow with lawyers, you know. It's, but I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, we couldn't get on the same wavelength. And who knows, man, hey, I just have a, some college, high school diploma, some college. But I couldn't get over the fact of, and we're not trespassing seven-year-olds. Sorry, yeah. sir. Yeah. Uh, what else can I do for you? Well, can you read my HOA handbook? Who? Absolutely why, not. Why would I need to read no, that? No, no, I'm no. I'm not on your no. HOA. I don't live in your subdivision. It was ridiculous request after ridiculous request, but at the same time, it was intriguing because I'm trying to wonder, well, where is this going to go? This goes back to what I said before. Where can this take me? Because it started one way, then it started to, oh, you're a lawyer and you should know this, to, well, how do you interpret HOA rules and can you make it, you know, congruent with state law? No, no, and no, no, no. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's funny you mentioned lawyers and Karens. I pulled over a 
lawyer, Karen, <laughs> um, she ran a stop sign. I mean, blatantly, didn't even slow down, came out of the airport, and she just blew it at full speed. I mean, I guess she thought it was a yield because she didn't even slow down. And it wasn't like I was close enough to hit her. I wasn't. I had plenty of time to watch her. But she still, in broad daylight, ran a well-marked stop sign and still entered an access road at full speed where she could have been hit. She might have missed a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. So I get her pulled over, and immediately she has a, fa- a look on her face like she's sucking on a lemon. Like, I already know this is not going to go well. She's dressed very nicely, like Armani suit, you know, hair done up, nails, or you can tell these are not cheap nails. Her her jewelry is very expensive and tasteful. So I was like, okay, I already know what I'm dealing with now. And I told her I identified myself. This is why I stopped. You ran a stop sign. I didn't run that stop sign. I came to a complete stop. Okay, ma'am. Well, the the body camera and dash camera beg to disagree with you. Um, but we can discuss that in court. And then she sat there and argued with me, and I'm sitting there staring at her, and I'm, I've already asked for her license, which she still hasn't given me. She's holding a hostage. You ever had that where they hold it inside the car yeah. and won't hand it to you until yeah. you satisfy their curiosity? Mm-hmm. Normally, I just satisfy the curiosity and then ask for it. After that, if they don't give it, we have a different problem. Yeah. But she was like, I had already told her why I stopped her and who I was, and she still wanted to hold a hostage, so she argued with me. And so I said, ma'am, I'm not going to continue this conversation until you hand me your driver's license. Then she handed it to me. Thank you, ma'am. Do you still have this address? Yes. Okay. And she continued, I want to talk about this. No, no. There's going to be a court date on your copy citation. You are a lawyer. She'd already told me she was a criminal defense lawyer. Oh. And yeah. I said, okay, so what would you advise your client in this situation, counselor? I said, would you advise your client to argue with me on the side of the road? Or would you advise your client to be quiet, exercise their Miranda rights, which the first one is shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's right, you're missing out, but I call it shut the fuck up. <laughs> and take it to court where you fight the battle for them. And she didn't like that, like at all. Like he, she took it up another notch. I'm like, you know what? I'll be right back. I went back, I ran her. She had 25 speeding convictions behind her, and that was just speeding. She had like two or three red lights or stop sign uh, violators or violations. But clearly, she'd been doing this a while, and it clearly wasn't working because if she was representing herself in court, she did a piss poor job if she had all those convictions. Yeah, that's, so I was like, that's you, very odd. You've been through this. So I went back up to her. And I said, I'm going to write you a citation for disregard and stop sign. And I said, it goes along with the other collection that you've been getting, that you've been growing since you were 19 years old. Mm-hmm. I look back at the dates yeah. since you were 19. Clearly, this is a problem. I said, so please just stop a stop sign. That's all I'm asking. I really don't care if you even go to court or not. Just stop a stop sign. That way I don't work the fatality crash you cause or the motorcycle crash you cause, the pedestrian you run over because he's in the crosswalk and you're in such a hurry. Yeah. You know, and she just kept going. I said, ma'am, again, what would you advise your client? And she just turned about three shades of red. Have you ever seen a platinum blonde turn red? It's not pretty. It does not mix well with their hair at all. Like their ears turn red. And I told her, which I normally don't do, but you have a wonderful day. Now, normally, when I give a ticket, I don't tell people have a nice day because they're already having a bad day now. Yeah. I tell them drive safe. But you pissed me off a little bit, so you know what? You have a nice day. And I think she turned even one shade redder. I'm surprised she didn't have an aneurysm, honestly. Your blood pressure is probably 200 over 100. So I didn't think anything of that. I left. My boss calls me about... About 20 minutes later, I guess she found the phone number to my agency's non-emergency line, demanded a supervisor. Dispatcher pushed her over to the traffic supervisor, and the traffic supervisor called her. And oh, I didn't run that stop or that stop sign. And he was so rude to me, and you know he made fun of me for being a lawyer. And I'm just like, <laughs> so the LT, LT is like, I already watched the footage. 
because I had already uploaded it by this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I already watched the footage. You're good. He goes, I just want to let you know. Okay, appreciate it. But he told her, um, you did run the stop sign. It's on dash camera, plain as day. I mean, broad daylight. He was 100 feet away, got the entire thing in high def. Our cameras, for those that don't know, are 1080. They're high definition. We, we see it really clearly. And then, ma'am, he never once made fun of you for being a lawyer. He told you, what would you advise your client in the same situation? He's reminding you that maybe defense lawyers don't give, they don't follow the best advice that they give their own clients. Right. And that really set her off. Apparently she hung up on him. Well, I mean, never heard from her again, but that's Karen 2.0 right there. A lawyer and a Karen. Oh yeah. Those are hard to deal with. sometimes. It's a a dangerous combination. It's Uh, it's a vitriolic combination. (laughs) Oh, vitriol. Mm, I like that. I use it. I use a $10 word occasionally to sound smart, (laughs) but I'm just dumb cop. I do like to go to the thesaurus every now and then and pretend that I actually have a, a, an education. <laughs> that I can actually string two words together and make it sound like five. It's a talent we use. Um, honestly, it, you know, there's that, def- there's that, what is it, legend out there, or rumor, or bias that cops are stupid. They're just, they're so dumb that all they could be is a cop. I tell you right now, it takes a lot of brain juice to be a police officer. You have to think on your feet. You have to know a lot of stuff, and you have to be able to get to it quickly. You have to be able to think on your feet, make a decision under pressure. Yep. Some don't do that so well. Some yep. do it very well. Um, it, it takes some brain juice to wear a badge and a gun and go out there. And, and for those that don't realize it, traffic stops are probably the number one most dangerous thing we do. Mm-hmm. Number two is domestic violences that we get involved in because yep. uh, they're both pissed off and amped up and if you're in the kitchen good chance cutlery is coming out to play oh yeah um a little tip for new officers take the fight out of the kitchen yep put them in the living room check the cushions before you have them sit down <laughs> so they don't pull a gun and shoot their partner or you yeah and be prepared when you go to cuff him she might jump on your back that has happened to me mm-hmm. so, i've seen it yeah but traffic stops are the most dangerous because to you you're pulling over a taillight out or registration expired to them. They just committed a robbery and they think, you know, that. Yep. So, Oh, all their thought is I'm going to prison when this officer walks up here. Mm-hmm. Reality, we're walking up nine out of 10 and I've seen it. We get lazy. We get complacent, head up your butt thinking about, I'm going to, when I'm done with this, I'm going to go get lunch mm-hmm. and you walk up and catch a bullet in the face for your trouble. Absolutely. So traffic stops are, I enjoy traffic stops. I mean, I do it all day long. I'm a traffic officer. It's what I do all day long. I probably do 50 traffic stops a day. I mean, that's just, I enjoy them. And if people didn't break the law, I wouldn't have anybody to talk to. So I kind of enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> most times they're chill. They're calm. Every now and then you get one that's just ticked off, maybe having a bad day. Um, but the Karens, the Karens always make everything worth it. They do. You know, thank you very much. You, you have brightened my day with your stupidity. I am in awe of what you think needs to happen and how this world works. Uh, one more quick one. I, it boggled my mind. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm driving down the street. I have a right of way. She has a stop sign. She just barrels out from it. I almost T-bone her. Like I had to actually leave skid mark to get stopped to avoid T-boning her. So that's a minimum fail to yield right away. Cause she did stop at the stop sign, but then she pulled out. Mm-hmm. She didn't just wait for me to pass. She just, she stopped and then pulled out. So I failed to yield right away. So I get her pulled over and she's got a nasty attitude right off the top. And I was like, ma'am, you ran the stuff. I mean, you didn't run. I said, uh, you failed to yield right away. I almost hit you. There, you can go back and see the skid mark in the street. No, I didn't. I, I, there was plenty of room. If I was doing 10 miles an hour, there'd be plenty of room. But I was doing the speed limit of 35, and I would have T-boned you right there in the passenger door. 
you know, that would have been a bad day for both of us. I have a brand new Tahoe for listeners that don't know, but I got a brand new Tahoe just issued to me. I like my car. Um, I'm, I'm trying to baby it and keep it nice as long as possible. And she just flat out, uh, and I was being polite with her. I was just flabbergasted that she thought she had the room and she just, well, why are you so rude? I said, ma'am, how am I being rude? She goes, I don't like your attitude. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry you feel that. That's why I tell them. When I know they're full of shit and they're trying to gaslight, I tell them, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> I'm not apologizing for what I've done. I'm telling you, I'm sorry you feel that way. And that just, the ones that pay attention ticks them off even more. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then she tells me, I was a cop for five years. Oh, okay. Then what are we even having this conversation for? And I asked her, I said, well, when you were a cop doing traffic stops, is this how you would have liked to have dealt with citizens that acted this way after what they did i didn't do anything wrong i can see why you're not a cop anymore <laughs> all right man well here's your citation i gave her the citation and she was just oh and i said by the way your registration sticker has been expired for two years and you're actually missing the sticker because this car expired last year so where's that sticker from last year and where's your current sticker well i haven't put it on the car i can see that <laughs> why haven't you it goes right there you know better you're a cop you know better no 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 this is irrelevant so I'm going to issue two citations today, <laughs> Philly right away and displaying prior registration. And of course that flipped her gourd. She started yelling and screaming. I just handed her back her license. I said, you can read your citation. All the information is on there. Drive safe. Take care. I'd locked and walked away and she's still screaming at me. So she was Karen who was former cop, which is blew my mind. I was like, okay, were you really a cop or were you a constable maybe? Or were you a bailiff at a courthouse? Like a street cop would not have acted that way. Oh yeah. No. So, any officers on traffic stops would not have acted that way. Yeah, no. So I was like, and I didn't really want to delve into that too much. I didn't want to go, well, where'd you work? Yeah. No. I was afraid of the answer. So I just said, you know what? Maybe it's best just to, just to, okay, ma'am. All right, ma'am. You know, just here's your citations. Argue in court or bring my footage. You bring your attitude and we'll see which one wins. Have a nice day. I have an idea, but I don't want to say it. Yeah. We, 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 we don't want to, uh, we don't want to start wars. No, we don't. So it's just easier just to let it go. So, uh, folks, we hope you enjoyed today's topic um as always we try to keep this lighthearted and funny um and the reason why you picked karen's is because we all run into them off duty on duty in our civilian capacity uh they're standing behind you at starbucks or ahead of you or uh, hell the supermarket or the parking lot of the supermarket i don't know what it is about the parking lot of a supermarket that very popular with karen's I, I don't know. I natural, natural, just natural safety zone. I don't know. I guess. I think they feel protected in a parking lot, and it doesn't always work their way. <laughs> so, folks, from J-Man and I, we want you to have a great week. Um, be productive. Be happy. Be safe. Be funny. Uh, check us out, and please refer us to your friends. Let them get a good laugh, because humor is the best medicine yes, out of it all. Is. It is. And uh, we will catch you on the flip side. J-Man, you want to add anything? Yeah, I think you said it all. Y'all just have a great rest of your day, and hey, stay safe. Be funny. All right, and we're out. Hey, if you like the show, check us out on Twitter or Instagram. Both are at T-Bone and J-Man. Like, follow, subscribe, send it out to your friends, send it out to your family. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach us there and we'll give you a shout out on the show.